When you're deep in a dark Welcome back to Roll to Hit, Season 3, Episode 24, The Old Traveling Band Plan, in which our party plans out one last job, as well as Duke Argentum's retirement. After you, and you can smell its breath, and the door between you and it is pretty thin, and the wizard is all out of spells, the fighters took a few too many hits, this thing it came from hell, it seems like it can't be killed well. Okay, welcome back. Uh, last time, if you guys recall, uh, you fought an Efridi who summoned a fire elemental, and there was just like lots of burning stuff, not just from Talon. And uh, you were able to defeat the Efridi, and you were given a magical item that, as long as that magical item was near the Efridi, his body didn't just turn into smoke and ash like they normally do. And from that, uh, because of that use, uh, using that magical item, you were able to get blood from this Efridi. Uh, your friendly genie uh, that helped you out took his reward, which was um, his embottled lover, and left you guys, and, and also you leveled up. So before we get into your next actions, let's take a second to go around the table and just give us some highlights about your leveling up experience. You want to start... Uh, Uh, Thaddeus doesn't look ready to start, so we'll start start. with Talon. Talon is now a Sorcerer 6 Monk 1. The big difference, uh, I got a new spell called Melfs. Melfs? (laughs) Melfs, yes. Melfs. Yes, Melfs. My new meteors, uh, which essentially lets me create six tiny meteors that I can choose to expend on subsequent turns. I just Uh, imagine like pebbles. (laughs) They just kind of bounce off the person. (laughs) Damn it, man. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so they blow up and cause damage within five feet. Cool. That's that's the main thing that you got? That is the main thing that All I right. got. Uh, Sherlock Gnomes here. The main thing that I got was evasion, which means that any decks... If, if, I, if a spell gets cast at me and it's a deck saving throw, if I save it, usually it's half damage, and if you fail it, usually it's full damage. Now, with evasion, if I save it, it's no damage, and if I fail it, it's half damage. And how many hit points do you have now? Uh, 28. <laughs> and then this is kind of cool. I just realized because I had already, not that I ever really realized that I have this and have probably forgotten about this many times, but I already had advantage on intelligence, charisma, and wisdom saving throws against magic. And now it's like, now there's the dex. There's cool. the dex one as well. Cool. Uh, I did not level up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's the curse of uh, GMing. And Thaddeus. So I am now a level seven paladin. Uh, this do you have a holy symbol yet? I do. Remember? Okay. The, uh, <laughs> it's fake, though. It's not. It's not made out of. What is it? Platinum is what it's supposed to be made out of, and it's made out of like silver or something like that. So it wasn't a huge improvement, but uh, I got another second level spell slot. The biggest thing is that I get another feature of my um, Oath of Vengeance. So basically, what I can do now is, um, if people try to run, I can catch up with them and get an opportunity attack, um, which is basically just cutting off their retreat. So don't try to run for me, motherfuckers. Very good. All right. So you guys are all pumped up. You're badass. You have like two more hit points if you rolled the die, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And Alfred is waiting to exhale. But you were saying it's not a big big level gain for you anyway? Okay. All right. So you have defeated the Efridi. You've got the, the blood of the Efridi, and you were supposed to get paid we're doing this if you go back to Melison. So would you like to do that? Yes. All right. I agree. I think I speak for the company when <laughs> I say yes. All right. So you can get back to uh, Melison on the island there in the uh, tavern, the Dueling Dragons Tavern. Uneventful trip to get back there. And per usual, Alana is uh, just finishing up a set. Uh, that's the owner of the bar, and you know you walk in, and there's lots of clapping and and cheering, and then um, you see Melisent in the back corner where she's usually seated. So you go up to her and approach her and let her know the news. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. What do you got? The uh, thingy. The the thingy. <laughs> Robin Williams. What is it? A vial of his blood. It's a vial, right? It, yes. I like wave it out and then drop it and then whoa! whoa, whoa I catch it with the other hand. Nope. All right, so she one. takes it and she um, she asks for that magic item back. The the I think it was an amulet. Uh, the amulet. Yeah, the amulet. <laughs> it's like hanging around my neck. I have no idea. 
It's a special, right. like, one-time use amulet. Well, maybe we're <laughs> turning into the genie chasers after this, <laughs> and we need their blood for some reason, or whatever. Genie hunters. <laughs> yeah. So you, you return that to her? Yep. Okay, so she takes it, puts it on, and then, uh, like, checks the uh, the blood for genuineness, making Genuineness. sure... Genuineness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And it all checks out, and she says, okay, so uh, let's square up. How much did I owe you? Anybody remember? Uh, Anybody wrote it down? Didn't we talk about this last time that we should write this yeah, down? Because we're... How much did we need to get into that thing? What was <laughs> that amount of money? I think it was 10000 per badger killed, and two per... badgers were killed. <laughs> so at least 20000 Since nobody remembers, she's going to lowball you. God, how could we have not written this down? <laughs> I have sworn I did. So she says, uh, what, it was, um, we said 7,000, right? Seven. No, definitely more than that. I'm going to roll for memory. No, because we <laughs> roll for we were like spending a bunch of money because we knew it would be okay because we get it back with the money we got from the job. I only like to be paid in even numbers. 7,000 is an even number. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you guys can't uh, remember, then she's going to say 7,000. And you can try was, to negotiate from there. I think it was 15000 A piece. A piece? Yeah, roll negotiation. Per hour. Some kind of negotiation, negotiating stance, stat. I'm going to say nine. No, she says, I'm pretty sure it was 7000 That's a low roll. I rolled a 20. <laughs> no, you did. I did. 13 plus 7 persuasion. 7 persuasion, jeez. Okay. Uh, so what are you t- claiming? 10000 a piece. 10000 a piece? Okay. Yes. <laughs> she said, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that. <laughs> But a 20. <laughs> Let's end this madness. I'll walk up to Melisint uh, and go, these guys are really bad at their uh, memory. I recall it being 15,000 for the whole job. Uh, I remember specifically because when I, cause you said 15,000, and I said, that's funny. That's my current, um, that's, that's my pin number. <laughs> <laughs> pin number is redundant. Uh, 18. It was like on the 18? Uh, she says... It's going to give you 5000 per, but I'll give you 15000 Oh, God. Yes. For the whole job. I thought it was 20000 <laughs> So everybody gets, uh, you're, you, you can split up 15000 amongst yourselves. And she says, this is great. We're almost there. We've almost, I've almost got every reagent I need to uh, return the Misty Isles to the normal plane. And you guys will be able to see your families and friends and, and get out of here. I kind of like it here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's figure it out. Well, we should probably... I have a feeling there's going to be a big fight coming up. I just, I don't know. There's something in the air. It feels like it. So we should probably figure out how to best outfit the group. I want my money. <laughs> how much uh, does it cost to get into that thing? 25000 Yeah, now you roll to remember, son. <laughs> it was 25000 gold pieces to get into the palace. So you have, we have 15 plus what? I have four. I have 4000 I have about 4000 yeah. How much do you have? How much do you Can we sneak in? <laughs> Funny you should ask. So she says, uh, I'm assuming you guys are game for the next job that I have uh, lined up for you guys. It's the last job. The job that'll get you home. <laughs> Sounds like the Fast and yeah. Furious. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I've never seen that movie. Well, if we each, if we each put in 2500 then I don't, be, I don't have 2500 What's this job? What's this job? What's this job, see? So it's another fetch quest. You guys shouldn't be surprised at that. As I've told you before, I need to get... A certain uh, certain set of reagents to finish this ritual to allow you guys to go back home. So the last reagent, as far as I can tell, my network tells me, is very likely located in the storerooms of the palace on the Capitol Island. So you can pay me the 25,000 gold and I'll get you the paperwork that you need to get into the court and you can do whatever else you need to do while you're there. Or I can help you sneak into the palace. How much would you pay us if we were sneaking in? If we get you the item. Are you going to write it down? <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Roll to persuade If you don't write it down, it. she says a number between 5000 and 25000 <laughs> If you do write it down, she'll say 25000 All right. Alfred's a chef. I do have a chef costume. Yep. <laughs> I think I have an eye patch. I have a detective costume. I'm going to work. That's funny. Gentlemen. We huddle right next to her. Why don't we just try and get her to to just... I don't know. Do we want to sneak in? I feel like we shouldn't sneak in. Why not? Because if we get caught... Yeah. 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 You hit, it, hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Maybe you're morally against sneaking. I don't know. <laughs> she says, I, I've got a plan. It's foolproof as long as you guys aren't... Um, fools? Double fools. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And uh, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> she says, uh, you know, I've got a plan. I've got an inside guy. He can get you directly into the under uh, housing of the palace, basically where the storerooms are and the dungeon and all that stuff. So you can sneak in there. It, it's an old uh, like sewer outlet. It's a little messy, but you guys will get in there. I'm positive. Once we get in, would we be able to mingle amongst the the peoples? Because that's why we wanted to get in in the first place. If you go in through the sewer, I don't recommend that you mingle with anybody afterwards. Because I feel like we should pay the money if if we need to talk to people anyways. Well, the point is, though, if we do this, come back, then I guess we have the money to go back. But... If all we're getting by doing this yeah, is the money yeah, to go yeah. back, we might as well just use that money to get in. Well, the but, but we have to use our, our current money for that. Well, what? Why? Yeah, it's it's like taking out a loan, right? So, do you want to use all your savings to get into this place and not buy stuff that you might need once you're in this place, or take out a loan against your future earnings? How? Uh, what is the item? And how guarded is this item? What? You've never asked me this before. <laughs> she says, uh, so this item, it's um, a chalice. It's, it's, a, it's a fancy cup. Goblet. A goblet. Oh, God. Yes. Are there it's, many goblets and we have to choose which one it is in particular? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, to, uh, you have to drink out of it. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah. She says it's this goblet. It, as far as the emperor knows, it's just one extra cup in his fancy uh, collection of treasure, blah, blah, blah. But unbeknownst to him is one of the jewels on the goblet, because it's covered in jewels, has magical properties that I need. And so it is in the treasure room, but here's what's going on. I can get you in on a night where there will be a huge celebration. It is the crown prince's birthday. And so because of that, most of the guards will be on the upper levels where the guests will be. And a lot of them will be in their ceremonial dress, etc. So they're not even actually paying attention. If you're nowhere near the crown prince or other royals, they're not going to be looking for you to enter the palace. So if you go in through the sewer, the sewer guard won't be there because they got more important shit to look at, literally. (laughs) (laughs) They're the toilet guards now. (laughs) What if we go that night the legit way? Then you you'd have to uh, use your wits. I could I could maybe help you out and answer some questions for you, but ultimately you'd have to use your wits to explain why you're there and why you're potentially sneaking towards the storage area. Is it a storage area or a treasure room? They store all kinds of stuff there, <laughs> including the treasure okay. and possibly people in dungeons and possibly um, people storage. <laughs> possibly. There's some rumors. I don't know if these are true or not, but there's some rumors about some... Sherlock, uh, take, before you say, say this, Sherlock takes a big gulp of water. <laughs> there's some <laughs> some rumors of, uh, let's say, magical secret weapons that are kept... <laughs> Do you spit that on her or... On you? Alfred. <laughs> Who was like behind me, so I turned all the way around. <laughs> and Alfred's like, say it, don't spray it. So yeah, there, there's rumors about uh, magical secret weapons that they use whenever they go to war, but there hasn't been a war on these islands for eons, and who knows if those things still exist. And to be clear, so we just need this one item to bring back. This you need this one item. Would- I can get you a map of the underground storage area. I can get you a spell scroll to get you into the treasure room, and I can even get you a, a magical item that will contact me as soon as you have the goblet. I give you the cell phone. <laughs> um, it goes with the gun. <laughs> would do you, you think it's feasible if we could convince people like we just wanted to see the magical weapons and then just steal the goblet when like when we were already in there? I don't think they'll be giving tours of the treasure room <laughs> during the Crown Prince's uh, birthday. And over here is the Manhattan Project. If you'd like to uh, interview the scientists, all right. I was thinking maybe I could go in and pretend like. I'm dating the rebellious daughter of a um, of a highborn. Be like, no, Dad, you don't understand me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a big orc, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if we can get in, Alfred, can't you dimension door out? I can. Only one person? Uh, yeah, I can carry one person with me. How far does that go? 500 feet. Which it's I mean, a big palace, but yeah. Or worst case, you dimension door to a safe spot. It makes it easier. So, and I, I have to double check, but I think I still, 
I think I still have um, penalty f- to stealth, so honestly, it wouldn't make sense for me to go if like go two naked. of you go. <laughs> There's a naked orc. I'll be the distraction. I also have plus 11 to sleight of hand if we need to steal anything. So, I mean, if you, maybe if you two go, because do you have good stealth? Me? Yes, plus nine. Okay. I have plus five. Okay, so either way. I mean, not to plus put three. you guys in dangerous. Put your... Have fun. What'd you say, Sean? I don't mean to put you guys directly in danger, but... (laughs) Put you guys in dangerous? So, while you guys are talking, I mentioned as you walked in, Alana was finishing up a set, and now the crowd is kind of like back to their normal thing, and then uh, you hear this murmuring and like excited cheering and patter, and you see Duke Argentum get up on the stage, and he starts... uh, just freestyling, kicking kicking some old school of his songs and, and you know, kind of doing a jam session. So doing, like, rare live performances. <laughs> Deep cuts. Yeah. Of, Duke Argentum was way better back sets. when he was doing these songs. <laughs> He's totally sold out. So Duke Argentum is in the room if you wanted to talk to him after he does his should do a set brand together. new set. Yeah, or should we try to get him to go to the palace with us? Oh, if we this may sound crazy, but what if we claim we were some kind of kind of travel? <laughs> <laughs> One that recently won the battle of the bands. Yeah, does can we ask Maleficent if she uh, <laughs> if she thinks that that could work? Like if if is Duke Argentum known to to this group of people? God, he seems to be. Yeah. Duke Argentum? Not by that turtle, that sea turtle. <laughs> yeah, Duke Argentum is well known in this area. He has regularly, uh, over the past, performed at the Emperor's Palace. He could definitely get you in. I don't know how he'd get you to the storage room. You guys the should treasure room. ban the Emperor's new groove. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear, like the paperwork that she would have gotten you was because remember when you're on that Capital Island, it's kind of like. I don't want to say it's a police state because it's it's a nice place. It's not like Nazi Germany, but they do want to make sure that you have your paperwork in order, and that's why, like when you fought the Chimera, like you were hidden, you you tried to stay off the path, um, so you wouldn't run into some patrols. So she can get you paperwork to get you through those patrols and get you to the palace. Now the paperwork would have been like hey, we'd like to have an audience with some people, but it, it's kind of like, hey, you, you have an appointment with the DMV, not like an appointment to go see the emperor himself. Yeah. So you probably would need something a little fancier than just the paperwork that she could have gotten you for free passage on that island. Passports, visas. Papers, please. I guess, um, I mean, did you want to try to explore that route or should we just do the sneak route? Well, we could sneak with my grandpa anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think the band thing has ever failed. <laughs> Does he have like plus 10 serenading or something? I have plus 7 performance. That's all you need. We get that. Like, there's like a guard in the in the thing, and then, like, is that Duke Argan? He's like, oh, let me just play a song. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if there are any female guards, he can just seduce them, I guarantee it. <laughs> That's, Maybe some of the guy guards too. You never know. He's got those gray, those sp- sprinkled gray horns coming in. <laughs> Salt and pepper horns. Okay, so our options are horns, horns, horns. So maybe we can go in. I guess through the front door with Duke Arganta, Maybe the other way is we could all try and sneak in. the uh, The third way is two of us sneak in, while one of them being Alfred and get it and. Dimension door out. Let's spend a couple days deciding the pros and cons of both. Are you thinking about splitting up? That always <laughs> works too. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't split up. Hmm. I mean, you're going to have to sneak at some point. Just to be clear, like the sneaking in is—it's called sneaking in because you're not going in the front door. It's not like walking by fifty guards uh, behind, you know, yeah. sne- in a cardboard box or anything like that. So it's, yeah, so stealth might not be as big of a factor till maybe yeah, in the room or something. It's sneaking like that. in because you're crawling through the sewer that is not well known to people. And she can arrange for the sewer gates to be open. The only reason why I say that is because I, f- I feel like, from what it sounds like, Dimension Door is the ace in the hole. Like, if anything happens, I mean, unless you get restrained or something like that, you could just throw it up. Even if it goes bad, which would be really bad, you can run out and escape. Whereas, if there are four of us, we have to assume the two of us know our escape route, which we probably won't because we're on the planet. But um, that's the only reason why. It just feels like something that... What could go wrong? I'm going to say sewer. 
Well, what are the advantages of going through the front door like with as a band? Seeing us wouldn't immediately alarm them. Sure, but then how would we get into the magic treasure room? Well, maybe they do have tours. <laughs> um, I mean, as dumb as it sounds, there is a possibility that maybe there's some guard who loves Duke Argantum and be like, can you just show it? Just, just we really want to see it one you time. Mean all the guards. <laughs> Duke Argentum is a pretty big deal. Was it possible he's already played this place as well, so he would know I the layout? True. There's one room on my map that you, you can ask him questions uh, yeah. once he's done with his set. No, I'm just get up there and I'm just gonna <laughs> just, like gently take his hands off the guitar and then I'm gonna whisper to see. <laughs> and he replies to you in song <laughs> by the microphone, just spilling the details. Yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to talk to him? So, Millicent, you we're, haven't given her a response? We're going to tell her, like, BRB. We're going to see if we can recruit Duke for this one as a kind of extra help. <laughs> as an extra help. As an extra help. All right. <laughs> we, we like to plan our missions, Millicent. I, 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 I'm sure you understand this by now. We like to explore all options. And then go to the first one that was offered. <laughs> we don't need Duke. We'll be our own traveling band. Okay. So she says, yeah, I totally get it. You don't want to screw this one up. I don't want you to screw this one up. I really need this reagent. And apparently, if you guys care about getting home, then, you know, this is the best way to make sure that the Missy Isles are on the normal plane. So uh, I'll just approach him. I think we have a good relationship. I'm While sure he's him. he's doing his Oh, no, I'll, I'll, wait for, I'll, wait, I'll wait for him to finish. Okay. Or I'll walk up close with my guitar. Maybe he'll, he'll call me on stage. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> so, he'll point. While you guys are waiting, you just, I'm assuming you're just doing the natural thing, like hanging out. You've this is kind of your HQ now, right? You've been to this tavern several times. Sherlock, everybody else, close your, your ear holes. You have a Mycroft sighting. Okay. You see these, like, little toes uh, <laughs> underneath a, a curtain, and you, like, see them wiggling, almost like a, like a Morse code thing. Like, you don't even actually yeah. know what the code is, but you can tell, like, these toes are wiggling in a way that are singling you to come here. So would you like to go say hi to your friend, Mycroft? I would, yes. He says, okay. So he says, oh, hey, Sherlock, good to see you, my friend. You too. Um, I've heard through the normal networks, and he winks at you, that you guys are going to the Emperor's Palace. Is this true? Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You must have heard that 10 minutes ago. (laughs) I heard through the networks, which means I was standing by. (laughs) (laughs) You see that beer glass over there? That was me. (laughs) So he says, um, before you go, make sure you come see me. I'll be dressed as... Uh, so mind you, I don't know if I ever described to you what Mycroft looks like, but he, sure. he is a gnome like you, okay. and so he's short of stature. That's how he fit in the barrel, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. He describes that he will be a tall ranger sitting in the uh, back corner of the room in the next 20 minutes. So he oh, says, you'll see like a, a tall ranger dressed in dark green and go sit in another corner His name opposite Mellicent. Okay. Okay. So, so you want to talk to your granddad? Yes. Hey everyone, this is Josiah, your GM for Season 3 of Roll to Hit. I want to thank everyone for sticking with us and let you know that we really appreciate everyone's support and feedback and all the feels. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. You can also follow Rob, aka Talon, on Instagram by searching for Robbie Stells and keep up with other news and extras by going to rolltohit.audio. And now, back to the show. All right. So he finishes a set and everybody's like, you know, it takes a little while because a couple people want to buy him beer and, and mead or whatever it is he drinks these days. I think uh, orange blossoms is what he drinks. <laughs> so after a while, he's free and alone and you guys approach him or you want to approach him alone? Uh, I'll approach him with a group. Okay. I'll go grab him. We have a great business opportunity. I'd <laughs> <laughs> love for you to get on the ground floor. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it Literally. a timeshare? Because I, I could always use another timeshare. Perfect. For a low $25,000... <laughs> Listen, Grandpa, we got some uh, interesting, interesting intrigue to go over. We want to know if you're in, and I, I need to know right now without knowing anything about it. Five, four, three. I'm in. Two. All right. Anything for my grandson. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to tell him the details of like, listen, uh, I don't know how you feel about Melisent. Wait, does he know Melisent? Have we talked about her? Uh, I don't think so. Duke, what do you know about Melisent? That girl over, over there. Melisent! Melisent! Oh, oh, that one. That one right there. He looks at her and um, he says, yeah, she's been around forever. I've seen her pretty much as as long as I've been here. There's always been a Melisent. (laughs) 
So we've been uh, doing some jobs for her because we're adventurers like you. I'm an, I'm an adventurer like you, Grandpa. Yeah. We're both adventurers. Yeah, she's kind of a fixer. She she gets things, you know, she's, I call her gray market slash black market type fixer. That's but. a cool story, Grandpa. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so we need to sneak into the Crown Palace. That's what it's called, I think. <laughs> We the China to, Palace? We need, we need to, <laughs> we need to uh, acquire some sort of um, chalice for 25,000 gold pieces. We need to get this chalice. It's in a hidden room. It's in the palace. Palace with the chalice. Uh, we were wondering if you knew anything about this palace, or better yet, you could come with us. Perhaps you might know the land of the palace. You could help us get around. You could help us somehow. Yeah. I've been to the palace several times. You're talking about the Emperor's Palace on yes. the Capitol Island? Yeah, I've been there several times. What's going on? Are you going to the uh, Crown Prince's birthday party? Were you invited? Of course. <laughs> Do you have a plus four? <laughs> he, says, he says, Alfred. He kind of pats you on the back. He's like, I know we've just reconnected here, but uh, I'm kind of a big fan. <laughs> Yes. Playing in a small tavern. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can get into. I don't need an invitation. This he just kind of like circles his face like with his hands. This is my invitation. (laughs) So yeah. So we could come with you. I have this great idea about a traveling band. Have you ever ever heard of this? This plan. (laughs) It's called the Kobayashi Maru. (laughs) (laughs) So we. Do you think we'd all head there together, pretending that we're part of your band? Or your sound mixers? Is it? <laughs> I heard you perform at the Battle of the Bands, Alfred. You don't have to pretend like you're in my band. I'd play with you anytime, anyplace. Shit, well, I only have 57 HP, and that was enough to knock me out cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, after the healing potions apply in my mouth, I stand up, and I go, well, you, can, you want to play together, me and you? Two, two guys. <laughs> Play cool, man. Play cool. I play golf. He says, uh, you know, to be honest, they asked me to perform. I turned them down. Uh, So I know they already have another band. They're all right. But uh, I'm sure if we went in and told them that we wanted to play a couple couple sets, that they'd sure... Surely let us play. Excellent. All right, guys. Good news. I got us in. We can play at the... Oh, no. That wasn't actual. (laughs) (laughs) So after we get in, do you have any insight on how we could sneak down there to get the chalice? I have an idea. Sherlock interrupts. (laughs) What if, like... Did you fuck interrupt me? I'm going to give him a swirly. (laughs) (laughs) Who can summon the... Is that? Oh no, that's in my other campaign. That someone can like summon water. You just like summon water and put it on my head. Um, I forgot my plan. Oh yeah. What, what if we like we go? We all go in. We spend the night going around and and like building up the hype so that everybody is there. And then we just walk into the treasure room, free all the guards, create pandemony, take the chalice, make our exit through the sewer, linking all the plans together. <laughs> that could work. What if? What, what about that though? If we like, like, yeah. like, oh, Duke Arganum's playing his the song that he never plays with his yeah. reunited this grandson. La- this is his last show. Oh, he's gonna retire. That's a good idea. He's like, it's great. I've done this several times before. <laughs> <laughs> I've retired so many times. It always brings a big crowd. There's posters of my post retirement tour. <laughs> he's like, I I can guarantee it's going to work because I've retired several times before. He can guarantee it. <laughs> He guarantees the traveling band works. See, you guys just—you guys didn't have faith in me. That was the issue. So our first plan in the first episode yeah. was ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, it's really, we knew what happened. Just, you just had to wait. What seventy-two game sessions later. So yeah, what are we all gonna play? Oh, don't get ahead of yourself, son. Are we dancers? He says, "Don't get ahead of yourself, son." I invited my grandson to play with me. You guys, you can you can be groupies or something. Yes. I I, I like. Put away my laminated Duke Gargantum picture. Like, yeah, pretend to be groupies. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, dude. Please. <laughs> and then maybe you'll actually, I don't know if you'll actually play with him, but we'll just build up enough enough stir that everyone's yeah. there. And then we'll just, it'll be smooth sailing. Nice. Nothing will go wrong. And then if we play in a hall that's 120 feet wide, I can just cast Hypnotic Pattern, actually. And then everyone's just, <laughs> 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 Can you all get in a line for me, please? 
This next one's called the conga. There's one of those fishmen. He's like, no, I've seen this before. Yeah. yeah. Should we? Let's do it. Yeah. We'll go talk to Melissa. Okay. So Duke, as far as he knows, he is going to go to the palace with you on the night of the prince's, crown prince's birthday. And he'll just do his thing and say, hey, these guys are with me. He'll get you in. You're going to talk them up. Talk yeah. up the fact that he's probably like, going to play. <laughs> oh, did you hear this is Duke's last show? An impromptu last set. Yeah. Okay. He's, it makes he's like, sense. yeah, I'm down for that. You know, my adventuring days are kind of over. I'm not interested in stealing stuff from Ellison. I've done that before. I've made my money. Turns out I can make more money just being me. Question. Yes. What's your bard level? <laughs> he does not understand the question. Can you cast that spell that creates a mansion in another dimension? <laughs> because if so, he plays a set... He says, after party in my extra dimensional mansion, cast that, everyone goes in there, and then we just go and get the stuff, and literally no one is even in this dimension at that time. He's like, yeah, I, I, don't, do, uh, I don't do after parties. Right. <laughs> that was a very, he could do it. I, was like, I could do it. I, just <laughs> yeah, I, could, like, do, I like, could do it. I'm just not going to do it. Is, is it like, like a blow-up mansion? It's, like <laughs> one, I read, it's a bouncy castle. <laughs> With like bouncy people inside, like, can I take you over? Yeah. <laughs> Do we know the layout well enough to figure out how to get from the main area or whatever to this? Or is that in Melisent's map? Do you or? want to ask Duke that, or you want to go back yep. to Melisent? Hey Duke, let's do you know ask, the secret rooms? Yeah, let's ask everyone. Like, can we actually like plot things now? If Duke's in and Melisent is already in, we plot a plan now. So we have the plan on how to get in and how to steal it, but do we know how easy it'll be to get to that location? Yeah, you probably want to map this out. So, Duke, you, you're going to ask him the layout of the palace? Yeah, if Melisent doesn't already have a blueprint or something so he does not have a blueprint but he talks about like yeah you know we'll we'll get in there they'll take us to the main ballroom because that's where the feasting will be and and the entertainment will be eventually and so you know they have a stage off in the corner it's kind of a shit stage but you know what are you gonna do right i'll play anywhere it's it's not it's not the gardens but (laughs) and so he, he you know he's just kind of like throwing in like all this name dropping and stuff like that. But what you can figure out is that, yes, he has seen lots and lots of treasure while at the palace, but typically they transport it to like a viewing area. So he's never been down to mm. the treasure room per se because it's it's not a clean, fancy place. It's not for show, basically, right? It's the storage area, which includes secret magic weapons, allegedly the dungeons, and also, you know, like all the storage for foods and stuff like that. So he's never been down there, but he has seen lots of treasure. And so he just starts talking about like all this amazing treasure and how awesome his life is and how he's been to some of the bedrooms and how they have secret entrances in the bedrooms. But of course, that's in the upper area of the uh, the higher floors of the palace. So that doesn't pertain to necessarily it. Well, you can get creative, but as far as you can tell, he's talking about how to sneak through the palace to get to various bedchambers. Like, I can tell you where the princess is. I can paint you a detailed portrait of where the princess's bedroom is. Wink, wink. Does the secret treasure room have a lock? Does it have a lock? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine it'd have a lock and maybe some magical locks. Uh, you probably want to talk to Melison about that. She's, she's a, like I said, she's a pretty good fixer. So if she's hiring you to do this job, she thinks the job can get done. Hey, Melison, we should probably just get her in on... This group, <laughs> this group planning session, this brain meeting that we're having right now. Uh, are there any locks that we will need to get through, magical or otherwise? Is it, yeah, I'm really proud of you guys for planning this time around. <laughs> if you recall, I did say I will give you a scroll to unlock the the door of that? the treasure room. Cool. And I will <laughs> also give you an item that you can use to contact me once you have the goblet. And we can definitely cast this spell, right? <laughs> Shit. We, we finally get there and we look at the scroll and she's like, this is just gibberish. <laughs> Blow on the lock. <laughs> yeah, so she, she says, yeah, I can, get the, I can get you in through the sewer. There might be some guards scattered around. I'll get you a, a blueprint of, of the storage area where, you, you know, where that is in location to the sewer. It wasn't my original plan, but if you guys want to go in through the front door, that map will show you also where the stairs are in relation to, you know, the stairs from the upper levels down to the storage area, uh, where that is in relation to the treasure room. 
Now, do you think we should exit through the sewers? That's what you said, right? Or would it... I mean, I guess there'd be no way to go through the front door again. Why not? Well... Hmm. Are you saying we can conceal a chalice in someone that has... <laughs> who has the robes? Oh, no, that was a zero, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Robes of holding. I mean, yeah. But I, but, I, but I got all this stuff. There was some stuff I could fit in here. As I whip out a pencil and paper schematic of a crossbow-like contraption of two triggers and optics. <laughs> I say, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sniper crossbow. Of course, it was paper, so it's not incredibly amazing that it fit in your fanny pack. <laughs> but, a yeah. crumpled up piece of paper. <laughs> Well, I guess we're not we're not technically tricking people. Like, is there any part where it's like the jig is up kind of thing? And if they see us, they're going to catch us. I mean, if they see us in the in the, the treasure, treasure room, room, yes. Unless we're like, yeah, we got totally lost. <laughs> and then we, we use do. a spell is on this, this where the lock. bathroom is. <laughs> I don't know how I got past this. We sword. have all this gold in our hands and all these magical <laughs> swords and shit. I mean, if worse comes to worse, couldn't we claim we were like? Could we find an actual female groupies to bring with us? Be like, oh, sorry, dude, we're trying to find, like, a walled-off area. <laughs> and then we kiss the girls. Can we kiss girls? <laughs> you, you have can... a child. I'm you... asking Josiah, the DM, unrelatedly to this campaign. <laughs> Josiah, as my boss, can I kiss girls? <laughs> uh, if they give you consent, right. you may kiss them. Consent. Well, the the other option is um, Talon could just do mirror image, and we all we're all dating Talon. <laughs> How progressive Check is this city? Queen Templates. Bugs Bunny ass, just giant blonde wig. Does mirror image take? Uh... I mean, it should look exactly how you look, right? It wouldn't be very good if they created four naked talons. It's you like, should turn, I don't know which one is the real one. Turn invisible and then cast Miss yeah. Miriam. This is my invisible girlfriend. <laughs> so Millicent kind of jumps in and she says, remember, you need to contact me as soon as you get the chalice. Why is that so important, Millicent? It's the job. Contact me when you get the chalice. I've been working a long time to finish this potion, this, uh, sorry, this ritual to get uh, Misty Isles back in the normal plane. I want to know when you have the chalice. Imagine if we get the we chalice. Should, we should probably not tell Duke what happens if we get, we get the chalice, right? Doesn't Duke love that he's immortal <laughs> on his plane? Yeah, you don't have to tell him everything. He, he's like he's in it to the point where he's going to perform with you and get you guys in the palace. He, he's already said he's not going to the uh, right. the storage area. How close are the, is like the sewer entrance to the treasure room? It's a little bit of a distance. Oh, so yeah. the footprint of the palace, let's say is rectangular roughly mm-hmm. right and so when you go down the uh the stairs from the um from the top levels in that first corner will be uh just general food storage so you you come in on the top like if you draw a rectangle the top will be where the stairs are right and you'll come in and there's just like general larder stuff and then on the right and left as you go down there's various other storage rooms mm-hmm. and the um the treasure room is kind of towards the back. So the treasure room is fairly close to the sewer grate uh, that she is recommending that you go through. Whereas you'd have to cross back the footprint of the the storage area to get back into the stairs. So maybe exit through the sewer? Since it's like, we'll already be near that? I guess it's, it's, yeah, maybe we'll have to fight some slime monsters, but there's not going to be like a dragon in the sewers. I could use some levels anyway. Okay, so we'll go, we'll exit through this, we'll go in through the front, exit through the back. Exit through the gift Just shop. like food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Anything else you need to get from Millicent? Like I said, she'll give you a map eventually. Yeah. Do you have any items you think you were willing to sell that would be especially useful? Any drow, anti-drow cloaks? <laughs> she says, uh, yeah, so the, the party is in a fortnight. Because this is a big deal for me, I need this item. I think you guys want this item as well. If you give me a list of anything you want... Uh, I can get it for you. I, of course, you're going to have to pay for it. I but. give her the schematic of <laughs> <laughs> the crossbow-like contraption of tubes, triggers, and optics. Can you find us three more capes of the Montebank so we can all <laughs> pretty cool. So if you guys want to make a, a wish list between her and Jim Jam, they'll figure it out and come back to you with uh, calculated costs and time. But yeah, if you want to make a wish list of what you think, what is all the equipment that you think you'll need to um, do this heist? Bazooka. Bubblegum. Let me finish. I don't remember the name of it, but Jim Jam, I could have sworn, was selling a shield that was, like, floating, so I didn't have to hold it to use it. And that would be very useful in a stealth mission. 
Uh, I'm pretty good on potions. I have one potion of greater healing and two healing potions. There are other kinds of potions beyond just healing. Nah. <laughs> we have drank many of form, them. potion of shrinking. Yeah. The, the ability to be invisible would kind of render this whole thing easy to do, right? If we yeah. all had potions of invisibility or invisible options, like I can become invisible, I think Talon can as well. Yep. Can we ask Mousen, how much does a potion of invisibility cost? Uh, a ring of invisibility, a.k.a. the one ring, is 100,000 gold pieces. Oh, <laughs> that's a good investment. Potions, it says 5,000 to 50,000. So, <laughs> we'd have to negotiate. 5,000. How much would you be willing to sell them for? Uh, just, like, make a wish list and so tell her how Two many Two potions of invisibility. Anything else? 20 bolts. 21 bolts. Okay. So you feel like that's all you need? You need a floating shield, you need some invisible potions, you need some bolts, and maybe something to help you teleport. Yeah. I'll look into it. How much money do you have to spend? <laughs> 5,000 gold. <laughs> it might cost 5,000 gold. Uh, we have more than that. We have way oh. more than that. I'll <laughs> uh, You're learning. Okay. <laughs> all right. So she says, um, yeah, I'll get you a map. And I'll get you these items. I'll be back in a couple days. Any other questions before I leave? What's your favorite color? <laughs> my favorite color? Yeah. Blue, no she green. Says, black. Like my soul. <laughs> All right. Important information. What do we do for two weeks? <laughs> oh, um, well, as you're wrapping up, you see the door of the, um, of the tavern open up. And this very tall ranger in a cloak, like in a, in a dark green cloak, strides into the room and goes and sits in the corner. He has his hood up, and he goes and sits in the corner. And uh, there's something a little odd about this ranger who's sitting in the corner. You can roll perception to see if you notice what's odd about this. Is it weird that my first instinct when you said ranger was like a forest ranger? <laughs> so just kind of coming, you know, like a beige yeah, get up. Pretty much. He starts talking about forest fires and shit. <laughs> Ten. He's a bear. <laughs> it's a bear. Yeah. Uh, Only you can. 23. Uh, 11. That's good enough for everybody to notice because it's, it's pretty odd. Uh, so this tall ranger, he, he's like maybe just under seven feet tall, but he has really short arms. And the T Rex. This uh, the, two kids on top of each other. The <laughs> arms don't even reach his waist, or what appears to be his waist, and his stride is quite short. It's two kids sticking to a bar. I don't really care, but I say, guys, let me take care of this one. I think this is I think this is my territory. It's two two small people on top of each other. Then he goes in and wiggles underneath and makes it a very even taller. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna go over and talk to him. Okay. Do you invite your your yeah. friends? I say, I got this. All right, then you guys need to leave or something. Close I don't know. We see eye to eye. Or you can kind ignore of. him and, and go with him anyway. We'll let you go off on your quest. My sh- shorter person quest. All right, you're all leaving. <laughs> okay, see you later. All right. Okay, that was easy. <laughs> that was. He says, uh, can I help you, good sir? And he winks at you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I don't know. Can you? And I wink back. He says, uh, the, the door is ajar, and the chair is against the wall. And he winks back, but, like, actually, he blinks back. He, he winks both eyes at the same time. Do I know what that means? <laughs> you can decide if the you want to know what it means. Is this thieves' camp? No, no, it's just, like, he, you know, he's in doves, just as you are. So yeah. you can pretend that you know and go along with it, or you can make up a backstory and say you, you do know and go along with it. Um... Basically, you know, as he mentioned before, he's here to talk to you about your mission. Yeah, yeah. If you accept it. Yeah. I say, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get down to business. That's, that's the exact <laughs> response I was waiting for. So he says, uh, yeah, so what did, uh, what did Melison say? What's she looking for? Um, she's looking for this jewel that's a part of this chalice at the uh, palace. The Emperor's Palace. The jewel at the chalice at the palace? The jewel at the chalice at the palace. Uh, the babe with the power? Oh man, he's he starts stroking his beard and he's like, "Hmm, did she say what she wants it for?" I'm going to tell him what what the plan is. The the truth that she wants it for to to stop the thingy. The the misty owls yeah. return. He's like, "Oh, uh, something about this is ringing as familiar, but I can't remember it right now." 
I'm going to have to think on this, but go in with your eyes open. I'll say that. And I, I can trust you to, as a fellow Doves man, I can trust you, you know what that means. He gives me like a little badge. That <laughs> on it. I'm going to let him know. I'm going to say like, yeah, she's being a little, she's being a little shady about it. Shady how? What have you perceived? Uh, well, when I put my magnifying glass to her mouth and <laughs> listen to what she said. She has um, a tiny mustache. I she, never noticed it. Yeah, she doesn't seem as concerned with us getting out, I guess. She wants us to contact her with some device that she has as soon as we get the item, as opposed to the other items we've gotten, which is she was fine with us just bringing them back. Hmm. That's astute, he says. I would be prepared, if you take this job, I'd make sure you're prepared to get out there, get out of that place on your own. Not saying she's going to bar your way, but it sounds like she might want to get that item right away instead of meeting you back at her normal place. Well, she might try to bar away, but will barred her way. And I, I point back to Alfred. <laughs> and, Duke. and then I look back and he's gone. <laughs> this is okay. Um, <laughs> while you're down there, I need you to check something out. Oh, God, you need me to get an item too. <laughs> Dove's business. Are you in? Uh, Can I count course, on you? Of course, my brother. He says, um, near the treasure room is a dungeon. I need Andrew. you to go into the dungeons and tell me if there's any prisoners. That's basically it. If there is a prisoner who's not obviously a deranged killer, <laughs> it would be a huge act of service to Doves if you could get that person out. Who is it? I can't talk about it right now. Too public. Are they also a deranged but, killer? <laughs> but, I mean, this, this place has been at peace for a, quite a long time, and you know what it takes to get onto the island, the capital island. So they don't have a lot of prisoners, let's say. They, they are very strict, and it's a capital it's capital island, and it's capital punishment as well. So they don't typically keep a lot of prisoners. So if they do have a prisoner, it's probably the man I'm looking for. Is it a man? It is a man, and he might have a small companion. He is leaves it, it at that. human? The small companion? No, 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 the, the, the person, the man. Uh, yeah, it's a human man. Okay. And he, he might have a companion. I'm going to write this down. That's a good idea. <laughs> If, if my sources are true, they've been in there for quite a long time. And I know time works differently on uh, the Missy Isles, but I don't think they've been treated super nicely. So you might need to help them out. Okay. Do, you got any, do I got any lockpicks? <laughs> he says, you, you don't have your Dove's toolkit? I do. <laughs> he slides you a, a bundle. So if you unwrap it, it kind of looks like a, a cloth rectangle, and it's got slits in there, like different mm-hmm. pockets. and yeah. it's So it's basically a thieves' kit. So okay. a bunch of um, lockpicks. We'll say you have 20 lockpicks. We'll say you have uh, a compass, some needle and thread for darning. The thread is incredibly strong. If you unrolled this, the... Uh, but it's it's not like on a spool because it all has to lay flat. So it's yeah. kind of like... Um, you know, a piece of cardboard and threads wrapped oh, yeah, around yeah. it. So it's maybe, if you guesstimate it, it'd be maybe a 20 feet long a piece of thread. thread. And uh, a needle, super strong needle that could probably poke through leather and heavy cloths very easily. So you've got needle and thread. You've got lock picks. I'll have to figure out what else is in a thieves' kit. <laughs> I, I say to him, I know exactly what to do this. And I attach the thread to two plastic cups. And then I go across the room <laughs> and talk to him from across the room. Is there any, anything else I should I should know? He says, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trust Millicent. She's been here a long time. She has a reputation of, uh, you know, she's the go-to black market person. But sometimes she has things that I'm not so sure she should have. And sometimes uh, the people that she deals with, she hires them for dangerous jobs. And sometimes they don't come back. I'm not saying she's killing them, but it is a dangerous line of work. All right. Thank you, Minecraft. Thank you, Minecraft. <laughs> and she is, uh, I'll just say she's sh- shrouded in mystery, even after all these years of dove scrutiny, which means she's quite adept at keeping secrets. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, definitely if you uh, think of what this reminds you of, I will look for your wiggling toes elsewhere on our journey. He says, I, I never use the same signal twice, but uh, you'll, you'll know how to find me. All right. And uh, thank you for this uh, prisoner thing. It could be the break we're, we're looking for. I give him the secret dove's hand signal. All right. Any other words of advice about this palace? Make sure you ask about the guards, uh, their schedule. If Melisent is 
is worth her her weight in whatever we <laughs> weigh things in uh, garbanzo beans. Um, then she will have been able to figure out what the schedule is for the guards uh, during during the party. Okay, thank you. He says, "I wish you well, and hopefully uh, I'll see you in a fortnight and a day with our man and possibly his little friend." Excellent. All right, I go back over to the guys. It was two kids standing on top of. Uh, I promptly kicked them out of the bar after giving them a, a stern talking to a about about the uh, the dangers of underage drinking. Well done. <laughs> was that supposed to be a whole side quest? Do we get money? Five thousand experience. <laughs> Sherlock is now level thirteen. Okay, uh, so you guys got a plan. You've got materials that you have uh, requested from Melisent. Is there anything else beyond uh, seeing the map? Uh, that you need from her. A high five for doing all these quests. Melissa, you said most of the guards aren't going to, they're going to be like watching the palace stuff, right? That's correct. Yeah, most of them should uh, should not be in the storage below. There might be a lot near the entrance of the storage from the palace side. I can look into that, but there shouldn't be many guards in the storage below. Do you know if they have like a schedule of the changing of the guards, if you will? That would might be like an opportune moment to slip past them. Yeah, I can get you that. You, you're going in from you're going through the front door with the duke. Yes, with the duke. The duke. Okay. The duke. Yeah, I'll make sure that I I know when they should be when there should be the least amount of guards there. There might always be a guard near the door. Uh, so you might need to do your whatever plan to to get everybody interested in viewing this uh, this show, this farewell show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I can get you the changing schedules. Is there any possibility that these are those kind of guards that have to stand still and don't do anything, and you can kind of walk up to and? Uh, no, these are definitely the kind of uh, guards that will beat you up and possibly kill you if you try to make a fuss at the uh, crown prince's birthday party. There goes my plan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys feel comfortable with your plans? I'll have to get you the map. Next time on Roll to Hit, our heroes pass the final save point and make their way to the Empire's treasure room. The biggest, baddest beast have easily been beat with one lucky shot. Dragons have fell and kingdoms have People given everything they got By people who never gave up By people who know just to let the dice roll And to see what comes up No, we should never